Hello and welcome to a new series within our podcast which will be focusing on Kaplan and the CPD articles. Um, So the first episode is for the article called Insurance for the Rich and the Famous. This was released on the 1st of March 2021 um, and will be available on your Kaplan portal. I hope you enjoy. starting off with the introduction so the rich and the famous can be put into two broad groups the high profile celebrities and the quiet largely anonymous rich often often referred to as old money while the old money group will want to protect their assets their income is genuinely secure celebrities on the other hand need to keep earning in order to maintain their position in a very real sense they are the They are their own most valuable asset. Their high profile also exposes them to additional risks. Hollywood. The ultimate expression for the high profile celebrity is the Hollywood A-lister. Since the early golden years of Hollywood, leading actors, dancers and singers have been ensuring various body parts Lloyds of London has reported that some of its syndicates have been issuing this type of policy since the 1920s. Some examples are silent film comedian Ben Turpin had a US um, dollar 25,000 insurance policy with Lloyds payable if his trademark crossed eyes ever undercrossed. Jimmy the Snozzle Durante's infamously large nose was insured by Lloyds for US 140,000. Betty Davis insured her tiny waist against weight gain for US 28,000. Jenny Simmons Bassett with 70s rock band Kiss insured that his supernaturally long tongue was for US 500,000. Marlon Dietrich insured her voice for US $1 million. Abbott and Costello took out a five-year policy for US $250,000 against the risk of an argument that would destroy their careers. They remained lifelong friends and no claim was ever made. Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards insured his fingers for US $1.6 million. The Rolling Stones tour insured in the 2014 specifically excluded alcohol abuse and liver failure as well as any claim that was related to Richard had falling out of a coconut tree in 2006. Bruce Springsteen insured his voice with Lloyds for US $3.5 million. It is fun to have a chuckle over these policies but they are reasonable at one level. These people really do rely on their physical appearance and on talent to live live livelihood. So it is prudent to ensure against losing them. But then you add Hollywood sized egos and the result is rapid implementation. If their voice is worth $1 million, then mine has to be worth 2 million. So Dolly Parton insured her breast Breasts with Lloyds in the 1970s for US 600,000. It has been reported that English supermodel Celie Hazel, Hazel has now insured hers for 15 million euros. 
Julia Roberts has insured her smile for US $28.5 million. Betty Grable, the most famous World War II pin-up girl and the biggest star at the time under contract at the 20th Century Studios, said that there are two reasons I'm in the show business and I'm standing out in both of them. Betty Grable's legs saw the beginning of a rush for celebrity leg insurance when she insured her legs for US $1 million. While Betty Grable may have had those million dollar legs, Mariah Carey's legs insured, are insured for US $500 million. Sports stars have joined the legs insurance gig. David Beckham insured his legs for US $70 million at the height of, playing, of his playing career. Real Madrid footballer Cristiano Ronaldo insured his legs for US $144 million, believing that his legs were just over twice as valuable as Beckham's. Variations on a theme. 1957, the world-famous food critic Egan Rene insured his taste buds with Lloyd's for US 400,000. 2003, Summerfield insured their chef wine buyer's old factory system for 10 million euros in 2003. 2008, after hearing about a man who lost his sense of smell in a car accident, winemaker Il Gort took out a US 8 million policy of his nose. Um, under the terms of the policy, he was barred from riding a motor, motor, sorry, motorcycle or working as a knife thrower assistant on a fire or a fire breather. 2016, Cadbury insured its chef, sorry, chief chef and taster Haley Curtis against loss of taste for 1 million euros. There is four questions here to be answered as well. Um, the question that you might want to think about is, who of the following had the most cover under a body part insurance policy? So the, there's four options. It's Dolly Parton, Betty Grable, Betty Davis, and Ben Turpin. Okay, there is another whole world of insurance that deals with the movies and television shows. The studio fin the studios, finances, and the various production companies all need insurance cover for cost overruns, public liability, property damage, including the to borrowed locations, and delays due to various causes. The biggest risk and insurance cost relates to the cost. If one or more of them, sorry, if one or more of the main actors become sick or injured, time lost on location typically costs several hundred thousand dollars a day. A production whose star has a poor track record is naturally much more expensive to insure. Rates are confidential, but delay, but delay insurance is said to be as much as three percent of the production budget. Is one of the stars. If one of the stars has a history of issues that have may impacted schedules in the past. Insuring luxury mansions. While it is possible to insure even the most valuable home under the ordinary home and contents insurance policy, it isn't a good idea. The building itself isn't too much of a problem, but the 
contents almost certainly are. The average home and contents policy has sublimits for items including jewellery and works of art. For instance, the NRMA home insurance policy automatically covers jewellery or works of art for up to a 2500 in total. By paying an extra premium, this can be lifted to a $10,000 for art and $15,000 for jewellery. Above that, individual items can be, need to be listed and underwritten individually. This is simply not a policy that was ever intended to cover a million dollar art collection, millions of dollars in jewellery or even a $200,000 wine cellar. While these are several while there are several insurers in Australia who deal with high-end properties, Chubb is the Chubb is the best known. Their masterpiece and policy is not sold over the phone by a call center. As the brochure says, one of our professional risk consultants will visit your home carefully to know architectural details as well as the interior and exterior features that determine your home's replacement cost and the amount of coverage you really need. Our risk consultants also assist with security and fire prevention advice and will offer suggestions to protect your valuables from damage and theft. There is more than a small element of carrot and sticks here. They will advise you to lower the risk and your premium. On the other hand, exposures that are identified but not addressed will greatly increase the premium. Even so, this is a, this still is a home and content policy. There are still exclusions and sublimits, albeit much higher ones, that apply to jewellery, art and other valuables. The most expensive home. Antilla is a private residence in Mumbai, India of Mukesh and Benny, chairman of Reliance Industries. The 27-storey building was considered to be the first, the world's first billion-dollar-plus home, estimated at US $2 billion. Insuring very high value items. Insurance is always available provided the risk can be quant quantified and there are policyholders willing to and able to pay the premium. Works of art. Fine art insurance covers paintings, tapestries, sculptures, antiques, silverware, porcelain, ceramics and other works of art. Working with specialist brokers and underwriters who understand the market and their risk helps provide the right cover and right valuations. Some art will be on display in private homes, some in commercial premises and other, such as restaurants or office buildings. Some will be in loan, on loan to museums or galleries and some will be held in storage. At any time, some will be in transit between locations, occasionally between countries. The theft or damage to the art while in transit is one of the most common reasons for a claim. Even a high-end home and contents policy almost always excludes damage to contents caused by heat, damp or mould. They also normally exclude some form of accidental damage, for example, red wine spilled 
on a tapestry or pencil making a hole. A wealthy person who owns several homes will leave one or more item, sorry, one or more of them unoccupied for a good proportion of the year. Fine art insurance providers cover and flexibility for these risks. It will cover the cost of restoration if artworks if the artwork is damaged plus the related claim for any post restoration loss in value there is also cover for the loss of value in any artwork brought in good faith from a reputable source is later determined to be a foreign or a copy or if the title is to is challenged leonardo da vinci leonardo da vinci's Salvatore Mundi is the last of his works to remain in private hands. It was bought by a Saudi prince in 2017 for US for $450.3 million from a Christie's in New York, making it the most expensive artwork ever sold. The painting was bought for €45 Euros in the 1950s when it was mistaken for a copy. Jewelry. The very wealthy, the very wealthy often have expensive collections of jewelry. They are off, they are certainly prized at a conspicuous way to display their wealth, but they also can be held for the investment value. The insurance cover need to protect the jewelry against loss or damage anywhere in the world. The right will respond. The right policy will respond. For instance, a jewelry falls out of out from a piece and is lost. If the piece is damaged and needs to be repaired or if the piece is stolen while being worn while at home or while in transit, the policyholder should be able to choose to have their jewellery repaired or replaced by the same jeweller from whom it was purchased, even if the location is the other side of the world. As might be expected, there are security requirements and conditions attached to the insurance of most expensive pieces. The Taylor Burton Diamond. Richard purchased a 69.42 carat diamond in the 1960s from Cartier for US 1.1 million, making it the world's most expensive diamond sold up to that time. According to Burton, Elizabeth Taylor wanted a ring after he insulted her about her hands. That insult last night is going to cost me, he wrote in his diary. Betcha. Lloyd's insured that diamond, but specifically that Taylor should wear it in public for only 30 days a year, and she had to be protected by security guards whenever she did. Specie insurance. Specie insurance originally referred to only means metals such as gold or silver. A gold bar weighs 400 troy ounces, so 12.4 kilos, and with the price of gold at the end of 2020 at a 2,500 per ounce, each bar is just worth a one mil- sorry, Australian 1 million. They are perfectly insurable for both shipment and storage, but unsurprisingly, the policy mandate high security transit and voltage, sorry, vault storage. Over time, it has expanded to cover different types of valuables, including 
As with its fine art insurance, it covers the valuables where they are on display, on loan to museum, gallery in transit, or in secure storage. The world's most sorry expensive queens. There are at least ten queens which are valued over US one million. The oldest on the list is an Edward number three florin dated. 1343 sold in 2008 and is valued at US 6.8 million. It is only one of three that is still in existence and the other two are on display in the British Museum. The most expensive coin in the world is the US 1974 flowing hair silver copper dollar. Several numismatic experts believe that this was way very was the very first silver queen to be minted and issued by the US federal government. It is set a new world record for the most expensive single queen sale ever in 2013 when sold for just over US 10 million for a queen with a face value of $1. Planes, yachts and cars. There is an old saying you can tell the men from the boys by the price of their toys and the ultra rich do like their toys private jets big yachts and the most exotic cars private jets and yachts are insured are insured according to ordinarily sorry ordinary principles under aviation and the marine policies the premium for average super yacht valued at 200 million is all round 300,000 per year Australian. The more problematic issue for their owners is liability cover. The jets and yachts will have a permanent crew of all whom require workers' compensation insurance. Their wealthy owners also need to employ practices liability insurance to protect themselves against claims justified or otherwise from a dissatisfaction disaffected employees for harassment, bullying, unfair dismissal, sexual assault, racial discrimination, and almost any other complaint. It is a relatively common for lower paid staff to feel like they are owed by their very wealthy employer. The world's most expensive yacht. At US 4.8 billion, the history Supreme, owned by Malaysian business, businessman Robert Kyok, is the world's most expensive super yacht. It took three years to build using 10,000 kilos of gold and platinum, both of which adorned the dining area, deck rails and staircases and the anchor. The master suite has a feature well made of moderate rocks, a statue from the Tyrannosaurus Rex, Oh, I don't know how to say that. Rex Bones, a 68 kilo, 24 karat gold pentanorip wall aquarium and liquid bottle adorned with a 18.5 karat diamond. Wealthy people who travel regularly like to take their own cars and other personal items with them. They need insurance that covers their cars worldwide, including while they are being shipped from place to place. If some degree of flamboyance is part of the public persona, 
They may need, they may also want to take their cars with them to motor shows, track days, and similar pseudo racing events, which are always excluded under standard most motor vehicle policies. Rowan Acting, oh my God, Actinson. In 2011, comedian Rowan crashed his extremely rare McLaurin F1 sports car into a hedge in Oxfordshire. The damage cost his insurance 910,000 euros, an amount still thought to be the most paid by an insurance insurer for repairs to a single car. Being able to afford an exotic High-performance car does not necessarily mean you have to have the skill or judgment needed to drive one competitively. Note the following. Sorry, in 1955, actor James Dean had received a speeding ticket and two hours later was still driving at the high speed reported 85 minutes per hour when he was involved in a fatal head-on collision that killed him. 1982, Prince, Prince, sorry, Princess Grace Kelly of Mon Monado, Monaco, sorry, was injured when she was she crashed the Rover, which was normally driven by her chauffeur, on a winding road above the French Riviera. The damaged car was then reportedly crushed into a cube and dumped in the Mediterranean. Paul Walker, ironically a star from Vice and Various Street Racing Movies, was killed while a passenger in 2005 Porsche Carrera GT was driven by his business partner Roger Dave, Roger Rodas. An investigation concluded that the car had been travelling 93 minutes per hour in a 45 minute per hour speed zone. The first motor vehicle policy. Lloyds of London wrote the first, sorry, wrote the first, the world's first motor vehicle policy in 1904. Because there was no such thing existed at the time, the riders improvised by adapting a marine insurance policy for the purpose. It described the car as a ship navigating on land. Cool. So there's four questions, oh no, sorry, one question as well that you'll need to think about. Which of the following, sorry, which of these provisions commonly found in specialized insurance policies would also genuinely be found in a homeowner's policy? So you can select one. So the first option would be cover for an item on loan to a museum or exhibition, cover for a vehicle while competing at a swift motor show, event the right to have jewelry sorry the right to have jewelry repaired by the jeweler who created it cover for fire damage to a piece of artwork and cover for theft from a home that is unoccupied for much of the year so the next one is liability remains the biggest exposure liability is not as big of a problem in Australia as it is in the United States, where damage awards in the tens of million dollars are not uncommon. The extremely rich are obviously 
at greater sorry at greater risk from lawsuits simply because their capacity to pay makes the exercise worthwhile. Also, there is a tendency for at least some people to think they've got plenty of money they can afford to comp compensate me for. Bob Cordomanti, CEO and ACE Private Risk Services commented, whether the person has an affluence or they are famous, it makes them a target. Liability is the place where a lawsuit can really hurt them. Those lawsuits can go beyond, well beyond the limits of a main street. Some owners, sorry, oh my goodness, limits of a main street, homeowners or automobile policy. Kevin Desmold, personal lines manager with Chubb Personal Insurance noted, when you talk about liability, the sky can be the limit. Just because a client has 2.0 million excess policy does not mean that a lawsuit is going to stop. Umbrella, sorry, umbrella policies. Umbrella insurance is a policy that sits on top of other insurances. While being, when being sued, it is a very real possibility and umbrella liability policy provides an additional protection. A well-known wealthy individual can find themselves on the wrong end of ligament lawsuit. Everyday incidents such as dog bites or minor traffic accidents can open up a person's entire estate. Their personal assets are at risk and once the sum insured under their insurance policy has been exhausted. Umbrella insurance is a wise, wise investment. One of the benefits is not having to negotiate purchase every high liability limits on each of the underlying policies. Having a single umbrella liability policy is simpler to manage and more cost effective. Hulk Hogan learns the hard way. The well-known wrestler celebrity Hulk Hogan learned his hard lesson when he left himself seriously underinsured. Hogan's son Nick had an accident while driving a car owned and insured by his father. Nick was known to drive recklessly and for a 17 year old had already accumulated an impressive number of traffic fines. He had personalized number plates C-O-E HSP, which stood for capable of eluding high-speed pursuit. At the time of the accident, he was speeding and allegedly, allegedly <laughs> street racing, sorry, street racing. The passenger in the car who was not wearing seatbelts suffered severe and permanent brain damage. The liability limit under the car's insurance policy was just 250000 Hogan wrongly believed that this did not matter because an action could only be brought against the insurance and when that was exhausted, the matter could only be closed. In fact, of course, his personal net worth of approximately US $35 million was at risk. The matter was settled by negotiation and the terms were made confidential. Hogan then sued his broker and insurer for not having advised him correctly. Unfortunately, Hogan, it turns out that they had, 
On four separate occasions, they've given written advice recommending increasing policy limits as well as an umbrella policy. That advice was given to his wife, who acted as a business manager, each time she refused to consider this expense. His wife, through her personal assistant, made it clear that she was not interested in personal umbrella coverage because she is not overly fond of insurance companies. Hogan ever joined his now ex-wife in the suit, but his case was still dismissed. Kidnap and ransom insurance. Kidnap and ransom insurance policies are always issued with strict confidentiality provisions because the existence of the insurance to pay a ransom is thought to increase the risk of kidnapping for ransom. They can be delicate legal in sorry issues to be negotiated around paying some money to criminals and about involving or not involving the police. Details are therefore never released and published case studies are virtually impossible to find. Companies almost always refuse to confirm or deny whether a ransom was paid. An estimate 15,000 to 20,000 kidnappings are reported around the world each year, while countries such as Mexico, the Philippines and Nigeria are considered hotspots globally. Global risk consultancy control risks recorded kidnappings in 89 countries last year. Nicola White, senior specialist risk, risk analyst for the Middle East and control risks noted, it's very much a criminal model. At least 80% of the cases were we see worldwide are per- perpetrated by criminals, even through the public perception is p- probably that kidnappings are carried out by Islamic extremists or guerrilla groups. In Australia, a number of multinational insurances Insurers, sorry, offer kidnap and ransom insurance. These policies will respond when a person is abducted, but they also respond when a ransom was paid in the belief that the person had been taken. While the world, the wording differs between insurance, most policies also respond to threats to. In addition to meeting the cost of any ransom or extortion amount paid, the policy also genuinely covers lost ransom cover, replacement for a ransom lost or stolen in transit, expenses which may include independent negotiator fees, interest on loans taken out for ransom payment, salary continuation, consequential personal financial loss and reasonable medical expenses. Security consultants. While it isn't mandatory to use a specific firm, early involvement of an experienced security consultant retained by the insurer can often facilitate the early return of a victim at a reasonable cost. Legal liability cover. Protection for the policyholder against legal action alleging negligence in some aspect of its handling of the crisis situation. AIG Australia 
a subsidiary of a US-based insurance company also covers express kidnap, shorter-term abductions involving such things as repeated forced withdrawals from an ATM, tiger kidnap, the abduction and holding of one or more hostages with the intention of forcing another person to commit a crime on their behalf, or political repatriation, the emergency extraction of internally, internationally based personnel from a location where the security situation has suddenly deteriorated. Kidnap is a serious but rarely discussed risk for the rich and the famous. Companies will generally, will genuinely cover their company employees under the corporate policies the independently wealthy need to take out private policies to cover themselves and their families kidnap and ransom policies are also are always issued with strict blank provisions you'll need to type your answer in there alien abduction and ghost insurance yes there is such a thing as alien abduction insurance well sort of The St. Lawrence Agency in Florida offers an alien abduction policy. The insurance is good for for life and provides US 10 million in coverage, which allows outpatient psychiatric care, double identity coverage, and even sarcasm coverage for any mockery or sarcasm victims that might face from immediate family members in the wake of an alien abduction. Policyholders do not need to read the fine print. In the event of an um, approved claim, the policy is payable in installments of US $1 per year over 10 million years. Mike St. Lawrence remarked to people who come to me, if I don't think they understand the terms and conditions, that is the tongue in check. I won't sell it to them. On the other hand, actress Shelley McLean claims to have seen UFOs from her New Mexico porch and she asserts people, that people know the truth about alien contact but the truth is being kept under wraps. It has been reported that she does not have any, that she does, sorry, have insurance policies to cover losses caused by alien abduction. In 2002, it was reported that Terry Meggs the pub landlord at the Royal Falcon Hotel in Low Soft Suffolk, a 500-year-old building next door to a dis- disused graveyard, had taken out insurance against ghosts on the back of his fear for resident apologists might hurt customers. The pub was formerly the East Home Girls' School, and it said to be haunted by the monk who hung himself after being caught having an affair with one of the students. Terry Meggs decided he needed to cover he needed the cover after claiming he saw the ghost shoot glasses along the bar one night. Inconsistent decision making. It turns out that ultra rich are no better at making rational financial decisions than the rest of us. They made their fortune through many and varied talents or inheritance, but not necessarily because they are good with numbers. Patty Clement, managed director of Hub Private Client Advisors, said probably 90 to 
90% of clients I see are not properly insured. She offered the example of a client living in a US $10 million condominium in New York City. I looked at his program and he said as rented policy, no coverage for the inside structure, floors, walls, countertops and all that, she said. Another client had a Federic Remington painting that was insured for US 400000 when she knew it was now worth US $4 million. They don't see their risks at all. Clement commented. In a survey conducted, ACE Private Risk Services found that many of very wealthy paid to have very low excess on their policies, even though they could easily afford a much higher excess. Then they failed to lodge claims for small amounts for fear that it would, sorry, for fear would see their premium increased the following year. At the same time, again, to save on premiums, they specify limits that are too low given the value of their homes, contents and cars. In the end, they leave themselves over-insured against trivial losses, but underinsured against the risk of a large loss. ACE Private Risk Health 2013. Conclusion. While much of this is more interesting than directly relevant, unless you do have billionaire clients, some of the same lessons apply to wealthy but not ultra-rich clients. It is also interesting to find that ultra-rich make some financial mistakes as the rest of us mere mortals. And then it's just got all the references used within the modules. And then the ending disclaimer. And that is everything for this module. Um, I hope you enjoyed that module. Thank you for listening. Just recapping, that was the insurance for the rich and famous. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.